Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we get into things, we want to ask you to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. Once we get enough followers, we will actually use it. <laughs> and today we are talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2, Zeta. Season 4, Episode 2, Meet the New Boss, which originally premiered on September 27th, 2016. I was like, don't send us back! (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. And, as always, here's a quick rundown of the episode in hopefully one minute or less. The Shieldies and the Daisy separately investigate the ghosts seen in the previous episode, both discovering that she worked at an abandoned facility, Momentum Labs. Daisy confronts Robbie Reyes again, and he defeats her again, and he restrains her this time. Robbie searches through Daisy's belongings and discovers her research on Momentum Labs. He leaves, and Daisy escapes. As the new S.H.I.E.L.D. director, Jeffrey Mace, plans to uh, officially announce the S.H.I.E.L.D. as a legitimate organization again, the infected May becomes paranoid, seeing all the people as monsters, and eventually starts attacking other agents. Mace restrains May with his inhuman strength and promises to take care of her. Max and Fitz arrive at Momentum to find more ghosts, who attempt to blow it up with them inside. Ghost Rider intervenes, destroying one of the ghosts, and Daisy arrives to shot, stop the Shieldies from taking him in. Rather than rejoining Shield, Daisy agrees to work with Reyes, who believes that the actions of the ghost and the wa- watchdogs may be connected to him. Dun dun dun. <gasps> Alright. Yeah, alright. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's move on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. You don't work, it's too slow. I'm sorry, we all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. You didn't see that coming? Al, what's your fast fact? Uh, yeah, I've got nothing. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll uh, start with the title, uh, Meet the New Boss. Uh, more than just, you know, actually, you know, meeting the new boss. Um, this is a line from a song, uh, what's it, The Who, saying, Won't Get Fooled Again, where they have a sign line that says, Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Which means, like, nothing ever changes. Ah, uh, okay. Referencing, yeah. like, how every uh, medium to large company in the world, like, every once or two years, they'll uh, reorg internally, and it's a big thing to upper management, but everyone below just nothing changes for them exactly yeah okay yep (laughs) which is not true at all in this i mean we've gone through three directors so far counting mace here um when fury transferred to colson there were big shakeups in the company like the company was reduced to like six people (laughs) yeah that's true okay (laughs) yeah and then now when it goes from colson to mace it was like went from six people to 
at least 45. Yeah, names. we're seeing a lot. Yep. Yeah, people with names. Um, do you think that the like splintered off um, other head of S.H.I.E.L.D. that I guess I'm assuming went to work for Fury after um, season two when, uh, you know, with, with the, the stuff for... Um, the Helicarrier? Yeah, with the Helicarrier and uh, uh, Age of Ultra. That's what I was trying to remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I assume that Coulson spent like all that time just basically building a second shield, a second head of, of this uh, monster of sorts. Um, and then it's just Hydra, you might say. Yeah. Yeah. So something like that, you know, um, <laughs> you know, all the heads were cut off and now they, they just have to slowly regrow. Um, so I assume that that little splinter section never knew about the other side of shield. Um, and then we never fully figured out what happened at the end of season to, oh, also season two, when um, the other shield um, just merged with Coulson's shield. Um, yeah. I mean, I there are potentially, what, three shields? Because I feel like Nick Fury took over the other shield. That's kind of what I'm thinking, too. He, he just kind of took those resources. At that point, it was public. Like, hey, I'm alive again. Let's mm-hmm. do cool stuff. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, chronologically, do we ever see Coulson, or not Coulson, Fury between Age of Ultron and Infinity War? I don't think so. Okay. Then who's he talking to in the end of Infinity War? Like he's talking on the phone. Oh, uh, I mean, he's got some sort of job, right? Like, he's, yeah. he's, I mean, he's definitely doing stuff. he's just the head of the other S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that would make sense. I mean, when we see... Uh, we, we don't... Uh, we don't really see him, uh, but we kind of see him on Earth in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, he's doing stuff. He's like in charge of things. I was actually going to bring up the same thing about was he a scroll at that time? Because he would have been aware of uh, Captain Marvel and whatnot. So he would have called too. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, Feige knows. Probably. Or not. I mean, if they never really decided to write something down, it could just be like question mark. That's true. True. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, my other fast fact is about uh, Jeffrey Mace, who we meet, the new boss. Mm-hmm. He is one of the oldest characters we've run into. Um, not the oldest, because Cap's still in it, but. He was uh, premiered in Human Torch Comics number four back in March of 1941. Oh. As the Patriot. Um, then later he became the third Captain America. Oh, is he also a inhuman in that or? No, they gave him a version of the super soldier serum. Ah, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. He is also in the comics. Um, Thunderbolt Ross's uncle. Huh. Yeah. Um, the actor, Jason O'Mara, uh, he's got some other superhero cred. In From 2014 to 2020, the animated Apocalypse War, he was the voice of, Bat- of Batman when they rebooted the whole DC animated universe. Oh, cool. Yeah. And honestly, if you've watched this, they're kind of hit and miss, but they have some really good um, adaptations in the newer animated series. You know, it's been a while since I've watched those, so I, I really got to get back into them. Yeah, um, not everyone, but a majority of the movies from 2014 to 2020, they just ended it. Um, we're all interconnected. 
Oh, nice. Okay. Well, I'll look into that. And those are all my fast facts. Quite fast. All right. Yes. All right. So moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. Uh, who should we start with? Uh, the first person I have in my notes is Coulson. Uh, All right, you that's the first person in my notes. Perfect. Works. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, one of the first things that I really like want to mention about Coulson in this episode that we find out, um, because this kind of really ties into what we were talking a little bit about last week, that Coulson chose to give up the director job. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, he says that, you know, he wanted someone who was enhanced, who had powers. Um, but I'm really curious, could Coulson have gotten the job if he actually wanted it? Like, would Talbot have vouched for him too? Cause they kind of worked together in the previous season. I think so. And then didn't Coulson meet with the president? So the president would have given it to him possibly. Yeah. Okay. And even if he did, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, and even if he didn't, like, if he wanted the job but didn't get it for for whatever reasons, um, like, he at least would have ended up in, like, an advisor role. So I really do think, you know, finishing off our conversation from last week, Mm -hmm. um, I really do think that Coulson chose to have this agent-level job again. Yeah. I think his goal, honestly was to have Captain America lead S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. I mean, don't they mention that? That he wanted a superpowered person with a public face, but Cap went AWOL or something like that? Okay, you're right. Yeah, I didn't put those two together. Um, but they didn't mention that about Cap going AWOL. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he wanted to work with Captain America, and it backfired. Ah, Because of Civil War. Which is weird. No, I mean, it's weird because Civil War happened in towards the end of season two. Or season You're three. right. Yeah, because they even mentioned it, too, in yeah. that season finale or the penultimate episode or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I love that word, penultimate. I just have to say it every time I can. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, well, maybe like that's what he was envisioning, but he knew it wasn't going to work out. So he's like, well, all right. We'll take this other guy. Yeah. I'm curious. I mean, we're get, we'll talk about Mace a little bit more later. But what is he known for? Do we get, I mean, I'm sure we get into that, but he's like a well known face. That's why they chose him. Yeah. There is a specific scene I know that happens okay. later in the season, like a couple episodes from now. Um, and, and that does explain why him. I, I think from this first pod. Um, I have blocked out everything that does not directly, um, directly correlate with Ghost Rider. Oh, okay. So this is going to be like a first where I actually remember a handful of things. I guess so. Uh, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they, they actually give a, a pretty detailed explanation for him, like kind of ending up in this situation, uh, being mm-hmm. shield. Um, and I, if we don't find it 
next week's episode. I haven't watched it yet, but if we don't next week, then it's definitely the week after that because it's it's okay. a decent ways or fairly part of the way uh, into the season. And I, I realize decent ways are fairly part of the way. It doesn't actually describe anything, but you know, I just had to say it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good enough, good enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, filler words. You, you just got to say something yes. while you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all I have for Colson, though. Unless you have anything else for him. No, that that was it. I just really wanted to, you know, talk about like or try to decide if he would have gotten the job if he wanted. Eh, I, I think I feel like he would have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go on to. I have a lot of notes from May. Okay, let's talk about her. So, um, the curse is like we'll say she's cursed, right? I mean, yeah, that's a good yeah. way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, the curse, I think. Uh, just gives you intense feelings of fight or flight. Like it messes with your fear receptors or whatever it's called. Uh-huh. Um, and she is extremely good at controlling that and suppressing her emotions, which is why she lasts so long before just going crazy. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Especially because like in this episode, I was, I was actually surprised. Like I, cause I don't remember her, how she ends up at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, for some reason, yeah. I thought she was actually going to last the entire time until eventually she tells someone like, Hey, I'm seeing the weird eye things. And then mm-hmm. like Simmons would then say, all right, well, we got to take your blood or something. Um, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that's true. I like right now, I don't know what's going to happen to May. Like I know she makes out. Spoilers. <laughs> they don't kill off May. But I don't know how she gets out of this situation strapped to the bed on a plane. I don't remember at all. Yeah, same. Um, okay, since we're talking about that, uh, the plane, um, those other people on the plane around her, were, were those the other politicians who were getting the, the tour? I thought that too, but like that makes no sense. I know, I, I meant to rewind and like try to figure it out, but I no, I, I don't think so. Although, <sighs> that would be a great plot point. I feel like I would remember that if it came up. Like, I, I don't think it's an actual plot point, I, I just think like they already had a plane going in the same direction. <laughs> so they yeah. just added her. Ugh. Oh, well. <laughs> they're burying her under the Capitol building. That's where they're putting her. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're putting her into uh, stasis. Mm-hmm. Like the Inhumans from the previous season. It's true. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, if we're right, we don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As far as I know, they never mention that stuff ever again. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting real sloppy. Yeah, we are. <laughs> it's been a while since we've recorded. Um, uh, so back before skipping all the way to the end of May scenes, um, she goes to ask the gangster guy from the previous episode, the other cursed guy, for help. Uh-huh. He's obviously not coping very well. Why does she think he can help? <laughs> I Okay, my, my assumption is that at this point in time, it's starting to affect her a little bit more, right? She's, especially the way that she is talking when she talks to him, right? She is freaking out a a little bit. We're we're seeing a little bit of emotion from her. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe in her mind, she's like, well, I need to get more of an understanding of this. Um, Maybe she wants to figure out if it's the same thing that he's seeing. Um, And I think she actually mentioned something too about him not going as crazy as the other people. Like he was a little bit, 
more together than the other people who were just full on crazy rage monster people. Yeah. And I mean, he lost it too, but he had it for, okay, maybe like 15 minutes longer than made it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do like we get that May, you know, it's always questionable what May's thinking or feeling if she just wants to go in for the kill or not. But she actually cares about saving everybody. Because she thinks if she's in danger, everyone's in danger, which is usually how it works. <laughs> that's true. That That's her, her standard thing. Um, yeah, you're right. Because like that whole scene where she was fighting everyone and she had no problem taking down mm-hmm. everyone except for a uh, new director. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, um, in her mind, she was saving them. You're right. There's, there's one thing about the fight that's not specifically May. It's Piper. But I don't have a, a, a want to do a whole section for Piper. When she's fighting May, she grabs her like on the up, the high on her shoulder. It looks like she's trying to do a Vulcan nerve pinch on May. <laughs> oh, I missed that. <laughs> I'm like, she's not fighting her, but he, she had just taken down like one or two of the other people. So I don't know what her plan was. I, it, maybe it was just like, all right, well, I have to be knocked out eventually. So let's just get it over with. <laughs> yeah, No. <laughs> I'd rather not. All right. All right. Um, I mean, if I was fighting May, that's probably my thought process. Like, that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I've got. Do you have anything for Simmons? I don't have Simmons on my list. No. What was Simmons in this episode? I honestly don't. I mean, she. She was. Um. Well, I do have. I have uh, Mac and Fitz together, and I have some notes about Simmons with that, but I don't think she had anything big by herself. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we'll talk about Mac and Fitz. Oh, that's right. She had to give the tour. That's right. Okay. That, that's oh, all yeah, she did. Yep. Um, yeah, because Simmons brings up uh, Tobias Ford, the guy from uh, Repairs, uh, episode 109. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And then... Um... Because her and Fitz were trying to figure out what this ghost lady person was, and Mac had the the great line of, what if she's just a ghost? (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Simmons goes, that's also a theory. I do have that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fitz Simmons just looks at him with just such a patronizing... Oh, God. Last week when I was talking about Fitz giving Mac the pen and thinking it's like giving a child a pen, this is what I was thinking about. (laughs) It's like, like, oh, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I should have gone to the Blu-ray or Disney Plus to double check this, but Fitz brings up matter energy phase shift. Is that what Ghost in Ant-Man and the Wasp is happening to her? That's a good point. I don't know. They do talk about quantum energy in this as well. Hmm. I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if that's what they're talking about. Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I mean, someone can walk through walls, see through them. She's named Ghost. These are ghosts, maybe. Mm-hmm. If you believe Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind of feels like at the end of this episode, we're, we're pretty much already told that, that that they're not just ghosts. But yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, later on the plane, another wonderful Fitz line. Um, Mac and Fitz are talking on the plane. 
and they're talking about all the paperwork. And Mac goes, I'm a mechanic, not an accountant. And Fitz goes, you're an engineer, Mac, and a small tank. <laughs> and they're like, there's no, <laughs> there, there's like no reaction. But like, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, everyone skip forward 30 seconds starting now. Uh, because spoilers, I really missed Fitz in season seven. I didn't realize how much I missed Fitz until we're watching this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, same. Yeah, I don't think we got enough Fitz in just that last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I think we're back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I didn't know how how long thirty seconds was, so I just chose not to talk. <laughs> it's, it's it's half a minute, by the way. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> five uh five tenths yep that's it, oh, okay. that's it. <laughs> five tenths of a minute okay <laughs> all right um so matt so they go to momentum labs and momentum energy which i don't th- it doesn't have a comics counterpart it does have a connection to something else but i think it was revealed later so we're not going to get into that but um when they're breaking in mac has his shotgun axe with him Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He uses it as an axe. With the shotgun... Um, oh my god, I don't know anything about guns. The <laughs> hole from the shotgun pointing at Fitz. I feel like it could have gone off when he used it as an axe. Uh, oh, what's the name for that? Barrel. The barrel of the shotgun. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Goodbye, all our Southern and Midwest listeners. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I guess that's possible. Unless <laughs> he, he put the safety on. I mean, it's true. We just learned I know nothing about guns. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's a safety built into shotguns, but he also engineered his own gun to have this axe handle thing at the end. So maybe he added a safety. Yeah. Yeah, you don't see too much of him using the axe part of his shotgun axe. No, you're you're right. Um, however, I'm glad that he actually used the axe correctly because uh, one thing I've learned from MythBusters, you can't actually shoot off a uh, um, uh, a lock like that. And even if you could, you couldn't do it with a shotgun because the the spray would be too wide. <laughs> yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, that's all I really have, other than um, Mac gets locked into a containment thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I have Daisy, but Daisy's all wrapped up with uh, Ghost Rider. So I don't okay. know how we want to split that up. All right. Um, who else do you have in the heroes section? nobody then let's just talk about daisy and ghost right <laughs> okay <laughs> um well daisy goes to confront robbie again um <laughs> more to threaten him because she's looking into his past uh-huh. uh she already lost to him <laughs> uh yeah well but i mean again i'm pointing out the same thing i said last week right she wasn't at 100% um like she she lost because she just kept pushing herself. And yeah, she's still pushing herself, but mm-hmm. you know, she's she's um what is it type A? 
where she uh you know she she's got to get it done correctly or yeah it has to be done um successfully uh, there we go there, there's no uh can't in her vocabulary well that's, that's true i mean i my mind goes to then try a different strategy which she kind of is but she's just still kind of just confronting him yeah well i mean she's going with the whole everyone has a connection right or i feel like she, yeah. she had a different line so that's why she's talking about his brother um and i think his uncle too um Right, so so she's kind of like trying to say, "Hey, I know all this information about you. Maybe we can talk," kind of thing. Um, although that didn't work out too well. True. Um, she's also, I think, she's getting reckless without backup. She definitely is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, also, like, it's been how many months, and she's been fighting uh, the Watchdogs only, which are just you know non-powered people. If Robbie yeah. wasn't powered. There, there's no way he would have uh, he would have won. Yeah, but she knows her full well that he is powered. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. now she knows. <laughs> um, I guess before we go full into the villains, we should talk about the ending of this when Daisy reunites with Mac. Oh, that's right, Mac and Fitz. Mm-hmm. Um, Fitz is very hurt. He does not like it when people leave, and for a guy who leaves a lot, this is very <laughs> hypocritical. Wait, when does he leave? Uh, he, well, his plan was to abandon everybody to go save Simmons. Uh Uh-huh. And then, uh, okay, you're right. He, he doesn't leave. Okay. Yeah. Like, wait, I, I, I don't even think that barely counts (laughs) because yeah, he was going to go in to save Simmons, but then he like, he, he like, he gets her out. Um, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, I mean, like he, he also has, or Fitz also has some, you know, issues with people leaving too. Right. Cause like, I, I think the, the thing that he keeps talking about is like, uh, you know, they're, they're close knit family type of, of friends. Right. Um, and they've all been through a lot together. Um, they've all been betrayed by Ward. They've lost trip who was, you know that that other agent that that or mm-hmm. well, I guess the first agent on the team that we know of that died um, last season. They lost two members of their team, uh, Bobby and Hunter. Mm-hmm. So they've lost a lot of people, and he's like all hurt that they've lost another member of their team. Plus, all the yeah. other changes happening in Shield, right? So that's just another thing. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like Daisy is used to being abandoned like by her parents and stuff so she thought when she betrayed shield when she was under hive's sway uh she didn't expect them to still want her on the team i completely forgot about that you're right she did um (laughs) abandon also um at the end of last season when she was under hive's sway um it was uh, well it was like a drug to her right to to Mm -hmm. the inhumans addicted um, and so she wanted to be under his sway again, and it, mm-hmm. it, his power didn't work. Um, also, she, in her mind, uh, probably got Lincoln killed, and she doesn't oh. see that as a benefit. <laughs> Most people don't. Um, I know. <laughs> You're all wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. I, I completely forgot about that part of of like the stuff that she's going through. Um, yeah. 
from all that. Ah, and I wish I remembered because I would have brought it up last week when we had our whole recap of what's happening to these characters. Um, but yeah, okay, and that actually makes a lot more sense considering you know in last week's episode she said to Ghost Rider to uh, kill her, and then he's like, "Nah, you're not a bad person." Well, yeah, I mean, she feels the guilt from Lincoln's death and the betrayal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then almost destroying all non-inhuman life on Earth. Yes. All right. Um, should we move on to our full talk of the villains? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Mr. Robbie Ghost Rider Reyes. Um, apparently he sold his soul to the devil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, par for the course if you're the Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm glad that we've moved away from radioactive superpowers, which, to be fair, I guess none of the powers in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have been radioactive. I've just been uh, thinking about <laughs> the other superheroes so far, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can consider Terragenesis like a type of radiation. Okay, it's another type of gamma radiation. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he uh, he sold the soul of the devil, so... We're getting some straight up paranormal paranormal stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um let's see. Uh I do like that whatever he holds catches flames. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um so I, I forgot the guy's name. Um the guy that we saw last season, the inhuman who could like oh, make um, things where they basically were kind of teasing that, hey, Ghost Rider's going to show up because they gave him that, that cool whip. Could he do yeah. things like with other stuff, like making it catch on fire? Or Yeah, isn't that his power? Like he He's kind of like a, a gambit without the kinetic energy. He could just touch stuff and make it explode or fire. I couldn't, okay, I couldn't remember his power um, at all. I, all I remember about him was when he had that, that chain... And he like, made it light on fire. Yeah, that's it. they were like, hey, he's probably going to be Ghost Rider. And then the next season, they're just like, yep, he, here's Ghost Rider. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's nifty. Yeah. Flames from stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So does the Ghost Rider spirit, the spirit of vengeance, I guess we should call him, mm-hmm. um, he naturally tells if people are evil, right? Or have done bad things. I guess so, yeah. Because later, Robbie is going through Daisy's stuff, trying to find a reason she's damned. But if Ghost Rider doesn't, or if the Spirit of Vengeance doesn't sense it, then she's just not evil. I guess so. But then again, this is probably the first time Robbie's ever been in this situation. Yeah. Right? So do you think he's more like a desperation thing? Like he's hoping that she's bad so he can't get rid of her? Yeah, I think it's something like that. Because in his mind, he's like, well, if she's around, then my secret's going to get out. He won't be able to live his life and take care of his brother and all that stuff. So then he'd have to just leave and be exactly like the Nick Cage 
uh, we see in Ghost Rider 2. Mm-hmm, yeah. And no one wants that. Exactly. <laughs> um. So he, but he does leave, and Daisy tries to pull a like a Captain America or Black Panther thing by jumping on the car, and she goes gets burned off of it. Yeah, she 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 holds on for a while. I'll give her that. Yeah, I mean, much longer than I've ever held on to a flaming car. Which is what two three seconds? Yeah, about two to three or less seconds. Okay. Um, That's pretty good. Um, I've been watching uh, Holy Moly uh, recently, the uh, golf uh, mini golf game show on uh, ABC. Never, um, never even heard of it, but okay. Oh, uh, it's it's actually pretty funny. Rob Riggle is one of the two like commentators, uh, and it's hilarious. Um, anyway, um, so one of the the holes that they do is uh, in order to determine like player position, whoever gets the better shot for this. Um, uh, mini golf hole mm-hmm. um they get onto uh it's not like it's not a it, it's a it's a riding bull basically like one of those mechanical bulls um, oh yeah uh they call it a gopher instead but yeah same difference um and it was just funny the seeing the one person who couldn't last um one second on it <laughs> yeah i've one of my regrets from my single days is i've never went to a bar with a riding bull in it because i'd love to see people just get thrown off <laughs> I mean, you can do that, uh, not right now specifically because yeah, uh, of true. quarantine. But give it two years or seven. Give it seven years. Yeah, when I'm when I'm thirty nine, uh, that's my goal. Yeah, and you don't have to be single when you go. It's true. Hmm. <laughs> I guess you could go to bars just yeah. to drink and watch people fly off of bulls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah. So Ghost Rider. Yeah, he's in this. Um. So he can touch the ghosts somehow, and then burn them with his pen and stare. Yeah. Um. I mean, I assume we'll we'll get some more information later. Um. Especially considering that once Robbie found out about the and I forgot the name of that that building. Um. But once he like heard that name, he knew immediately mm-hmm. he had to go. Yeah. So he went there, and then I don't know if the Ghost Rider or the Spirit of Vengeance um, knows about more about that stuff in general, or if he's just like, yeah, okay, I'm I'm here to kill ghost people, um, which I'm a little curious about because I, I again, um, you know, as time goes on, we find out how these people ended up in those boxes, mm-hmm. and I don't remember if they were actually like bad people or not maybe now they are bad because of their ghost powers um, yeah making people go crazy because they're around them but i that's a whole other thing yeah yeah i mean i guess yeah i don't know if they're evil now i guess they're evil because they got destroyed <laughs> i guess so or one of them D- yeah. does it only work on evil people or does it just work on anyone he chooses I mean, to use it on in the comics, it only works on evil people, on the damned. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's why Robbie was looking for a reason to do it to Daisy. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I do like, we see him, like, when he's leaving, 
uh, he grabs the picture of the people at Momentum Labs. And it's obvious to me that Ghost Rider and Robbie Reyes are like, at least work together, if not they're the same character. Which I find it a much more compelling story than like Nick Cage's Ghost Rider, where uh, Johnny Blaze is one character and Ghost Rider is another character. They just happen to share a body. Yeah, I do like it when they're more communicative uh, mm-hmm. with each other because yeah, then it's 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 that transformation. Like okay, then then you have to have the scene where like the human is like, oh cool, I want to work with you, and then something happens and they transform, and then now everyone has to fight that being. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's why I don't think the Hulk works as a um, good solo movie character, honestly. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, when it's, you know, when they're very separate from each other. Um, although, now that Banner and Hulk are one one person, one being, it could get interesting. Yeah, they could do good stuff with that. I, I, I actually, like, he's the only MCU character right now that I don't know at all what they're going to do with. Yeah. I, I, I'm interested. I, I'm curious. I yeah. I still think a Scar Son of Hulk movie would be really cool, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Smart Hulk has to like try to mentor him and convert him to be a good guy. Oh, I wasn't even think Hulking. I wasn't even thinking Hulk would show up, but yeah, that, that could happen. Well, I'm thinking about Hulk as a character because we know like She Hulk is gonna is a show that's coming out. That's right, a whole separate TV show, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Yeah. Well, in the end, uh, Daisy um teams up with Ghost Rider, which is cool because we can move Robbie into the hero column. Yay! Because that section's week. not long enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was worried about that for uh, for this show because like it, it's the entire cast and the the villain is always like one person. So <laughs> yeah. Um. Anything else about Ghost Rider for this move, this section? Um, he might be a Raiders fan. He had that one-off line where he said, "If it ain't silver and black, I don't yeah, care." That's true. Or maybe he's talking about his car. I'm not sure, but yeah. No, I feel like because they're talking about weren't they talking about? Well, they were talking about the game. I assumed baseball <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know why I was thinking baseball too. Um, but Raiders are football. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's kind of one of the things he was saying. Like, yeah, I also don't care about baseball. Um, <laughs> I mean, he, true. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's just one of those people who's upset that the Raiders left Los Angeles and never went back. That I that wouldn't surprise me. Hmm. Uh, I'm actually hold on. I'm actually looking up because I don't know a <laughs> lot about baseball. If there is silver and black baseball. Oh, uh, the Yankees are black and white. I don't know about silver. Yeah, no. I don't think in MLB. I don't think in the MLB. There's like old uh, like minor leagues and stuff, but nothing MLB comes up. All right. Um, so we also got, I wrote Victor and, or Lucy and Hugo, but um, I guess all the ghosty people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what... Why can't that guy talk? <laughs> I, I I mean he's he's got bumblebee syndrome. But he doesn't play <laughs> groovy music. 
<laughs> Man, could you imagine if he could, though? That would be so weird. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, we again, we, we don't even know how they ended up in these boxes. Like, mm-hmm. they, So maybe something just messed up with him when they were that happened i I don't know or maybe we will actually find out um maybe there's an actual story reason yeah all right well i mean that's the only thing i had for those guys unless you have anything else for the ghosty ghosts um so you know when they first talk about like destroying the building i'm like yeah okay that's a you know it's an abandoned building they're angry about it okay i understand then later um fitz is talking about like yeah this is gonna take take out a couple of city blocks like oh never mind they're they're just knowingly evil. So now we obviously have a reason to hate them. You know, aside from the other reasons. But, yeah. But now there's and, like a really good reason. And one of them scared a little kid at the beginning. So don't eh. want that. We we've all done that accidentally. Broken into someone's house, scared a small child, and disappeared. Yeah, accidentally. Okay, <laughs> good to know. That's what I told the judge. That's what yeah. other people tell judges. I assume. <laughs> all right I- i'm good with the villains <laughs> all right uh ready to move on yeah welcome to baston robbins would you like to try our mango fruit blast and jerry's named a flavor after me so start raving hazelnuts not bad for your consideration the jerry all right this episode of MCU Rewind is brought to you by the colors silver and black, by the letters G and R, and by the number three. Uh, that's it. We got an educational sponsor this week, and they didn't have a lot of money for our, our very high sponsorship fees, so they only yes. got the few sentences. That's fair. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, moving on to the guy in the chair. Mm-hmm. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Help people with abilities. No, 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 no! Not those three wombats. No way. I feel stupid because earlier I had that Piper thing, and then I have a Piper note here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk about Piper. What have you got? Uh, just one thing that's not the Vulcan nerve pinch. Um, she kind of stutters like she, when she talks to May. It's like I. She says, "I can do May. I can do it, May." Like she messes up. Uh-huh. Are they hinting that Piper has a crush on May? Um, I don't know. I actually don't remember this uh, at all. Um, what, what was the context? Like, was um, she like May gives her an order? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. May gives her an order, and she says something like, "Yes, sir, ma'am." Or something, and she says, "Just call me May." She says, "I can do May," and then she goes, "I can do it, May." Like, because oh. she's embarrassed. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think they were trying to say anything like that. I, I think they were just trying to say, like, like she's thrown out of her element, uh, Piper, mm-hmm. uh, because she's normal. She's so used to saying "sir" like all the time, or "sir" or "ma'am" um, in that context. And then yeah. May gives this curveball, and then Piper is just so out of it like oh uh, oh okay that's unlike literally anyone else she's ever dealt with in any military form of a uh, job that she's had okay although I'm, I'm, it, so sorry i was gonna say i'm willing to buy that but i think it would be more interesting if she did have a crush on me okay um 
in the other episodes, because I mean, she she stays a side character throughout other things that we see uh-huh. her in Piper. Um, do they ever say that she's into women? I don't remember this at all. No, I don't. My my thi- I don't remember that coming up at all. But I feel like that might have been something they might have like written a line and been hinting towards it and just dropped it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. They just never fully developed that that part of a character. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's all I have for Piper. <laughs> okay. Um, the rest of my guy in the chair notes are about uh, Jeffrey Mace. All right, the new boss. Yeah. Yeah. A team that tri- trusts is a team that triumphs. You got you got to love a guy with catchy phrases like that. I mean, you say love. I have some different words, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. I feel. I mean. Like I said earlier in this episode, he in the comics he's the third Captain America. Mm-hmm. I think they're playing him in the beginning of this episode as if he were like a layman's idea of Captain America, the perfect Boy Scout, kind of like he was at the beginning of um uh his movie and um the first Avengers movie. Yeah, but I I feel like it doesn't roll off as well, like. When I see him talking and like saying things like that, I just see that he's such a politician, and I I feel like he's he's done so many like um, political maneuvers in his career just to get ahead. Yeah. Um. And like maybe not in a bad way, like, but still like eh, kind of kind of a mean like. Uh, how, how do um, I say this? It didn't screw anyone over, but. It was sneaky. Yeah, he he does. Well, it reminds me of like if Captain America did it, if he someone played Captain America poorly. Yeah, yeah. Um, he actually reminds me. This just hit me. Um, did you watch The Boys? No, I read the comics though. Oh, so I think I know um, what you're referring to. Yeah, I I I only watched the first couple episodes because I did not enjoy it at all. But the cat the uh, Superman ripoff guy. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, is played a lot like Mace in the show. Just okay. like he's kind of sleazy, but he's like when before, you, like in the first episode, you know, there's a twist that oh, he's actually evil. He's not all good, but before they really they show that he's a uh, asshole. Um, mm-hmm. This is how he's played. He's like he's too good, too sweet type thing. <laughs> you just don't yeah, trust that's him. that's a good point. Yeah. Um, also, after reading those comics, I had no interest in anything else related to it. So I, I'm just not going to watch the show. Um, yeah. And to our listeners who don't know anything about it, it is very, very adult. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I I come to the superhero stuff to escape. And that is too depressing for my tastes. Like, too negative for my tastes. Mm-hmm. Same here. Much, much like the reason I stopped watching The Walking Dead a long time ago. Anyway. That's the reason? N- no other reason? It's literally uh, like when Negan showed up and did all the things that Negan did. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's watching The Walking Dead, even though you shouldn't be watching The Walking Dead. Uh, it's just like the only good, the only happy character and yeah, nothing happens. No spoilers. I'll stop right now because I'm about to spoil it. <laughs> Okay, thanks for not spoiling it for me. I have yet to watch the show or read the comics, which I'm told are very different. 
They are. I actually read the entire run of the comics. Those are good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> he's a secret inhuman. Secret? Um, he... Maybe he's not a secret. I assumed he was a secret inhuman. I assumed, <laughs> like, the Congress, the people didn't know that he was an inhuman. Um, he... He is not. Um, so this is uh, not really spoiler, semi-spoiler. Um, but I will say that he it is not a secret that he is an inhuman um, because that, that is part of the like thing that I was telling you earlier, like we, when we get some more history for him. Oh, yeah. um, some of that stuff will, will show up. But also, um, would he have even gotten the job? Because Coulson said that they wanted a public face and someone who's enhanced. Wow. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I I don't know what was going on in my mind. I thought that it was like they were going to, after they announced S.H.I.E.L.D., they were also going to announce that he's a enhanced person. But that wouldn't have made sense politically at all. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's all I have. My last note for him was that Coulson won Cap as a director before Civil <laughs> War. But we talked about that already. Well, I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. So one of the things actually that he says to Coulson when you know he's making Coulson give the tour is that um, he basically implies that when Coulson ran Shield, they seem to have the unlimited funding, um, and that seems to be gone now. Why? <laughs> like, did Coulson use up all of the money? Um, did Fury take it away? Um, I bet Fury took else. it away. I bet you're like the other shield. Oh, someone else is going to take over other than Coulson. Well, guys, give that money back. <laughs> One day, all the accounts were just empty. Yep. All right. I can see that. He, he yeah. left just a little bit of money, like just enough to run shield as it currently stands for like two months or something. Well, maybe not even because it just occurred to me. Shield's like an international organization, supposedly. Why are they being chosen and run by the president? So, if I remember correctly, last week's episode, um, Simmons said something about that. She said uh, the last time S.H.I.E.L.D. was run by a government organization, things didn't go so well. Mm -hmm. um, and so, as a result, the new director of S.H.I.E.L.D. What's his name again? You, you said it a few uh, times. Mace. Right? Jeffrey Mace. Mace. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Mace like doesn't really like trust that. Um so anyway, I, I think that implies that it is being run as a by a government organization, and maybe this time, on the U.S. only side of things, it's getting funding or, or something. Maybe maybe they want to start it in the U.S. and then slowly roll out to the rest of the world. Maybe that's the plan. Yeah, I mean maybe. I'm not sure I buy that. <laughs> uh, yeah, same here. Um, but yeah, it doesn't make as much sense. But yeah, I mean. I guess we don't know what any of those politicians are doing. The people who are getting the tour. Well, they're Congress. Oh, they're that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. So only American politicians in that sense. Uh, well, I mean, in the MCU, S.H.I.E.L.D. was an American thing anyway. At least started out that way because it was from SSR, which was American, to mm -hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, but the S wait no the SSR wasn't American only right because, um, I mean I assume people from other 
countries were part of the SSR because uh, Peggy Carter was on loan to the SSR, right? Well, yeah, she was on loan. I mean, that means she wasn't part of the SSR because she was uh, British. You're right. Huh. All right. Well, that's another conundrum. We'll never get answered, I'm sure. <laughs> Stop thinking logic. Um, you're right. You're right. All right. I, I'm good with the guys in the chair, unless there's anything else you want to bring up. No, that's it. I just wanted to ask what happened to all that money. Okay. <laughs> um, now let's go to the final 12% of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Uh, do you have anything for that? Nah, I've got nothing today. All right. I have notes about the Darkhold, but I don't know if we want to get into it because they get they mention the Darkhold, or do we want to wait till we see it used for the first time? Um, I I, I feel like normally in this instance we should probably wait. Um, okay. There is one thing I'm also waiting on, and I'm really hoping it's next week's episode. So we'll see. Right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's probably something we should hold on to, unless you want to just say comics only. Yeah, this uh, is trivia. all comics only. This is all comics only. Um, because they don't mention it in any references in the show for the Darkhold, because I didn't know any of this. <laughs> oh, okay. I, f- I feel like the Darkhold like, gets a decent amount of exposure in the show later, but I can't remember. So you know what? Go for it. Let's just talk about it. Yeah. Um, the Darkhold was created in the comics by Kathan, who is Marvel's Cthulhu. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Apparently, like I don't know why I was surprised that the Elder Gods from Lovecraft are in Marvel Comics, because they literally have every other trope, but it did surprise me. <laughs> um, but yeah, but the Darkhold uh, pops up in a few places in the comics. It's been used by, uh, of course, Doctor Strange, but also Doctor Doom, and uh, this group of called the Rise of the Midnight Suns, which is Ghost Rider, Doctor Doom, Brother Voodoo, Morbius and a few other like people. It's like their version of the um, Justice League Dark. Which now that I know that exists, I really want that movie or show. <laughs> that would be really cool, actually. Mainly, I, I just I still want to see Doctor Doom. I just want him somewhere. He, he he's coming. You can't have the MCU with them owning those Fox characters and never bring in Doctor Doom. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a lot of other stuff like the history of the dark is really interesting that i didn't know i'd never heard of the dark hold at all before these comics before these episodes of shield mm-hmm. so i feel like i need to seek it out because that paranormal side is actually something i never really read that much of back in the day i feel like i need to get dip my feet in there <laughs> yeah same here um does it say what the dark hold is what it does it's a book I I remember the reading this last night. It's a book of uh of like spells and lore of the um paranormal side or the supernatural side of the MCU. Like there's res- resurrection spell, there's like werewolf spells. They had a list of like four or five different spells that 
um, that are in that book. And supposedly it has like all the knowledge of all the, um, the witchcraft or whatever. I forget the word. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, nice. All right. So spell book. Cool. Yep. Hmm. All right. And that's the only thing I had for 12%. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and rate the episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Al, I didn't think about this at all, so let me think for a second about what... We're going to rate using um, Al, how many ghost boxes would you give this episode? <laughs> Ooh, ghost boxes. Um, I'm going to give it. Um, let's say, uh, you know, I, I want to say a little over three and a half, not quite four. Let's say three, three ghost boxes and one companion cube. <laughs> okay. um, I don't know what that means. It's just you're adding some number to it. Uh, I guess whatever number you want. But uh, let's say that's three point seven. I mean that that companion cube is your best friend, and hopefully it's not dead. So it probably fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. Anyway, just just like to to elaborate on the score, it's mainly because um, you know I I feel like anything with the the new director was just so weird like it feels like they're wanting us to not like him too much um but we don't know why yet like yeah so eh. yeah i mean i'll i'll give this episode three three stars i mean it had good good action and some i, I love mac and fitz working together um but overall it's it's a status quo episode it's nothing huge happened other than Daisy and um, Ghost Rider fighting, but they did that last episode. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a definite continuation of last week's episode, which yeah. means we didn't get a lot more storyline. There wasn't a lot of stuff just immediately revealed for us as the audience. So we're still left out on kind of a lot of stuff. We still have those questions. It's mm -hmm. true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm ready to wrap it up if you are. Yeah, sounds good. All right, everyone. Um, please join us next week. We'll continue our rewind for season four of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We'll talk about episode three, Uprising. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to go ahead and follow us on Twitter, we are at MCU underscore Rewind. Uh, and also, if you would like to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or any of the other podcast app that you use that allows you to give ratings, that would be awesome. We prefer five stars. But if you don't want to give five stars, we will take five stars and a comment. So you can just let us know that way. Um, anyway, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind uh, for Season 4 of Episode 2 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. Meet the new boss. Same as the old